0: Good evening and welcome. We've gathered here tonight around our phones as people of all lands have gathered for the last few years to share the news and to share a story, an amazing story, as old as time itself, but still being written. And though all of us have our own memories to recapture, Wondrous things happen when we come together as a group. I hope you enjoy our story tonight on the Nocturnal Disney Podcast. <sighs> Hello there. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Nocturnal Disney Podcast. My name is Bryce, and I am here to talk to you about something very dear and near to my heart that is not a duck dressed in a mask and purple cape. Guys, I want to talk to you about the new Cruella trailer because it looks phenomenal. Alright, so I was not expecting anything except for heartbreak, really, when it came to these new live-action Disney movies that are based on the villain, especially after Maleficent. Maleficent gave me a lot of hope, and then it pulled the rug out from under me by giving us a sympathetic villain who's not actually a villain. She's a good guy. She's just misunderstood. Listen, it's not what I want out of my villains. I want my villains to be villains. I want them to be bad people. Because that's what they are supposed to be as, you know, the villain. So like I said, I wasn't really expecting much from Cruella, right? I mean, what are you going to do with something like that? What is the origin story of a character like Cruella? Why is that movie worthy? Right? Does that make sense? And this trailer hooked me, man. It hooked me good and it hooked me hard. Because I was not expecting the aesthetic that they went with it. It was so high energy, it looked like fun, it looked crazy. A lot of people are referring to it as Disney's Joker, the one with Joaquin Phoenix that came out a couple years ago. And I can kind of see it, the madness is there, the craziness is there. I mean, there's a line near the middle of the trailer that she just says, I was born bad, and I was born a little bit mad. Come on, she lays it out right there for you. Now, when I was a kid, 101 Dalmatians really was one of my favorite Disney movies. I remember there was a summer where I just did nothing but watch 101 Dalmatians every single day. That was because I learned how to use the rewind function on the VCR and I just ran that tape into the ground. I love that movie. I love the music in the movie. I love Roger and Anita. I love Cruella. Cruella is just such a slimy, nasty villain. Because here's the thing. If you do bad things to people, there is a certain subset of people who really do care about that a lot. There really is. But if you do something that's evil to a group of defenseless puppies, you must be dealt with. But no, No questions whatsoever. For what you have done to those defenseless animals, you are going down. And that's what makes her such a great villain. She wants to kill all these puppies for a coat. And she is bent on it. And she is going to do it no matter what. And it's great. And it's so much fun watching her go from, you know, this sophisticated lady when she comes and meets Anita for the first time. Which is when Roger starts writing the song Cruella DeVille. To the end of the movie where she is driving like a bat out of hell through the streets of London trying to get these dogs and she looks insane. She looks crazy, she has those classic spiral eyes going. You know, she looks like Mr. Toad when he first sees the vehicle. And then she drives herself into a snow embankment. It's magical, I love it, I love that movie so much. And I love at the beginning in the intro when all the spots start turning into music notes and vice versa. And then all the puppies start running around. Man, I love this movie, I love this movie so much. Here's the deal, we're not talking obviously about 101 Dalmatians, we're talking about Cruella. So who's in the movie Cruella? You're going to be looking at Emma Stone as Cruella Deville, Emma Thompson, and this is all from IMDb, is just known as Baroness. Mark Strong is in the movie. Doesn't have a character to him yet, though. It's presumably the Baroness's husband, but who knows? Paul Walter Hauser is going to be Horace, which is a great casting for him. He looks perfect. He looks perfect. And Joel Fry, whom I've never seen in anything, as Jasper. Now, I can't remember the exact line that Anita has in 101 Dalmatians, whether it was, oh, I've known Cruella since I was a child, or, oh, I've known Cruella since I was in college, or what the line was exactly. But I think it could be kind of cool to see an Anita cameo. Nothing big, nothing in your face, just real quick, maybe she throws a hug on somebody and goes, Anita, darling, it would be awesome. It would make me so happy. It make my heart glad right one of the cooler shots in this trailer she walks into a black and white masquerade ball like they had in phantom of the opera that was the first thing i thought of when i saw that scene was like oh the movie of phantom of the opera but she walks into this black and white ball and she's wearing a white like traveling cloak like this thing is huge and she's trailing on the ground she walks in and everyone's looking at her lights a match drops it on the white traveling cloak and the thing just erupts in flames and goes up goes over the hood and reveals this bright bright red dress that she's wearing to this masquerade ball so that she stands out right that's the whole deal with Cruella she wants to stand out and it's a really cool shot it is a really cool shot granted the CGI on that scene does not look the best and I really hope that they clean it up that being said if they don't oh well, I can live with it, you know? It's not that big of a deal, but it is something I noticed. I think Emma Stone has a great accent in this movie. Granted, it's not a very big sample size that we get, but it is still pleasant, right? It sounds like an English accent would, you know? And it's believable, which is a plus. (laughs) The movie's directed by Craig Gillespie, and he did I, Tanya*, The Finest Hour, Million Dollar Arm... Things like that. But man, I'm telling you, there are scenes in this trailer that look like they were directed by Tim Burton. <laughs> it's it's really, really dark in some scenes. And then there's this scene where she has a bunch of graffiti that's all neon that says Cruella across a mansion. I'm like, man, that looks like the Joker. <laughs> right? That looks like something that the Joker would have in, like, the 1989 Batman or something like that. Now, I obviously don't know what the story of this movie is yet. I haven't seen a synopsis for it. But in the original 101 Dalmatians, she is living in a place called Hell Hall, right? And in this movie, the way it looks in the trailer is that she is going to this masquerade ball that I mentioned earlier at Hell Hall. She's a guest. It's not hers. We have this character in the movie played by Emma Thompson called the Baroness. I don't think it's too far out of the realm of possibility for a Baroness to live in a place called a hall, right? So I think, (laughs) I kind of think, somehow... If not by the hand of Cruella, the Baroness is gonna die. And her family is gonna die. Because we do see a very large fire in the trailer. And it looks like Hell Hall is on fire. Which I actually think, now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure they make a reference to Hell Hall burning down in the movie. Unless I'm mistaken. Maybe they just say it's abandoned. I forget. It's been a minute since I've seen 101 Dalmatians. So just give me a pass on that, please. <laughs> So maybe it's possible that Cruella starts the fire that burns down the house that allows her access to buy Hell Hall, or maybe she just takes it. I don't know. That is admittedly a very large bit of speculation on my part, an extrapolation from a very small bit of the trailer. But I am excited for this movie. I am I am so excited for this movie. And the trailer ends with 528. 21. Thanks to the investors meeting that Disney had last year, we know that Cruella is going to be launching on Disney+. Plus. Now, that's what they said, they could change that, I don't know for sure, but most likely that's where it's going. I mean, the pandemic's still going on, it's raging right now, movie theaters still aren't even open, and not that they're not open at half capacity, they are not open at all, which is... Pretty rough, I'm sure, for them. So I'm really looking forward to May to be able to watch this on Disney+. Plus, Guys, what are your thoughts on this trailer? I'd love to hear them. And real quick, before I go ahead and close everything out today, I do want to go over just a little bit of housekeeping. Moving forward, this is going to be the format of the main The Nocturnal Disney Podcast, right? I'm going to stop doing Twilight Thoughts and just have everything that is on this feed be the Nocturnal Disney Podcast. And on each one of those episodes, it's only going to be one story. And it's going to be either myself or myself with James or the three of us with me, James and Chris. But we're gonna separate it into single stories. That way it makes it a little bit easier for me, not only with editing, but for getting shows up and getting them out quicker. Because what was happening was the episodes would be so long, two, two and a half, sometimes three hours long, and then I have to go through and edit them. Well, anybody who's ever tried to do audio editing knows that editing can almost be two or three times longer than the recording itself. That is a bear for one person to get through, let me tell you. So what would happen inevitably was we would sit down, we would record, and it would be a fun episode. But I wouldn't have time throughout the week to get it all edited and get it up on the internet. And the problem with doing a show like this, that's all news-based and thought-based and whatnot, is that it's more difficult for those stories to kind of be evergreen, right? So if I were to go and put up an episode two and a half weeks later, it would just be me, Chris, and James talking about old news. So hopefully this is going to be a way for me to get stuff up much faster much less intimidating, honestly, much less computing power. My computer would freak out when I would try to edit really long episodes like that. So I think this is gonna be the best way to go about doing it. I know we've been absent for a while. I've been extremely busy, not only with my regular job, but my wife and my family, but I also have a second job where I'm selling signs on Etsy. This episode is sponsored by Disney guest by Bryce, <laughs> but that kind of stuff, since I'm actually making money and helping my family with that, has to take precedent and has to come first. Not only that, but we've also bought a house, and we're not even in the, hey, we're moving stages yet, and we're already very busy with it. So bear with us. I hope that this new format actually ends up working out and is something that we can do more consistently with more frequent uploads for everybody. And that's it. I hope it works out. And if it does work out, let me know. Just shoot me a message or something like that and say, hey, I actually do like the layout of these shows. I think it's going to work out. Good update, or <laughs> whatever it is. Guys, thank you so much for listening tonight. I really do appreciate it. And as always... Hurry back. Hurry back. We're dying to have